When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition, another hour, another half hour, actually, of Talking Real Money. This will be the short podcast next week. And you're going to hear me in the background singing, I got a basketball, Jones, oh, baby. We're basketballing in a little bit. Raise the roof, raise the roof. But yeah. we're talking real money mm. right now, and our number is 855-935-TALK, and we only have uh, 25 minutes. Yeah, so if you want to get so a call, call, get a book, yeah, this is the time. I'm going to give the number because yeah, it ahead. works It works better when I do it, apparently. 855, there's a certain clarity to my it diction does. that people hear better than yours. 855, and you already admitted I'm smarter, 855-935-8255. Yeah, the guy called and said, who's smarter? And We both said each other. And I admitted your diction was better? No, you did not admit that. I did not. No, No, I did not. not. Okay. Call, get your question answered. You delude yourself. You delude yourself as (laughs) you wish to be deluded. We all delude. We do, don't we? We We all think we're so good. We think we're so special. My article talks about that in the upcoming RIJ. Yeah. Real investing journal. Harsh. 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 Yeah. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. We'd love to talk with you. And we love talking to Kathy. Who's no. next? Uh, it'd be Craig. No, it says, oh, Craig. My oh, bad if I put I'm Kathy. I'm easily confused. Oh, Kathy sorry. is not there. We did her. Craig, you're next. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. I My question is uh, your recommendation with um, 50% in total stock, which I'm moving, all, you know, I'm pretty much moving my local funds all to, to total stock. Uh, with mm-hmm. Vanguard, but you recommended. I'm wondering if that 50% includes the technology stocks, like in the Nasdaq. Yes. Yeah, they're already there. You're not okay. buying them as a. You're not buying like a Nasdaq fund, but you can't avoid technology when you own a total global right. hold. And by the way, you still own a ton of technology because technology yes. makes up a huge part of the S and P 500, for example. Which you you have all those stocks. Okay. You you definitely as, okay. have exposure. As a matter of fact, just to make it clear how how much technology is a part of the Vanguard Total World Stock Index Fund, the <clears throat> excuse me of the top ten holdings: Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, Facebook. Sound like technology? <laughs> yeah. You got all that. What was the other part of your question? Well, for the. Um I'm probably not personally going to put 50% in a, in a world fund, but I, I am, um, I'm 67. And so I'm looking, you know, I, I want to put additional money into the bonds as soon as we recover from this correction a little bit more. Um, and so, I, you know, Oh wait, you so just market, market wait, timer? you just market time. Didn't you? Well, a little bit. I know it's going to recover. It oh, will. you do. 
Wow. Well, no, it will recover. He's right. Okay. It, it's always recovered in the past. Please just, call us not ahead gonna, of time. Call us it and let us has. know. Yeah. But okay, all right. I, we're just going to let that one slide for okay. now. Okay. So you're wait, what's so you're, the sell, you're selling stocks and you're buying bonds? No, Is that what no, you said? no, no, no. I misunderstood. Go well, ahead. that's what I will point. do eventually. That's, I will sell okay. some of my you're rebalancing and yeah. put it into a bond fund. Yep. But I'm so I'm I'm wondering which Vanguard bond fund do you, would you recommend? I would just use the Vanguard Total Bond Fund. Total bond oh, okay. index. It's 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 sixty percent government. You got about forty percent corporate. It's intermediate term in terms of duration, and you get it at a very low operating expense. Now we need to come okay, back to to the one. big yeah Vanguard the big bond. question the big question though are you with your equity with the equity portion of your portfolio going to retain a fifty fifty split between U S and international? I was not going to. I was going to do more like why maybe not sixty. Oh, I just don't always trust the international market. I you know I don't know why because you're an American. By the way, <laughs> by the right. way, it, let's, yeah. let's take it's, that. It's the reason. I, I was in New Zealand, and the people in New Zealand, the bulk of their portfolio is yeah. in. You, you ever heard of the New Zealand stock market? The bulk of their money's in the New Zealand stock market. You might market. not know the New Zealand stock market, but you might know the Nikkei. You heard of the Nikkei, right? Yes. Yeah, and, and you're and, old enough to remember 1990. Yeah, well, you're old enough to remember 1990, right? What was going on in Japan where they were kind of where we were buying all their cars and they were their management style was being put in place and they were buying everything in the United States and the Nikkei was trading way up high. That was the 70s. That was the 70s. Well, okay, but it was still around and, and they and guess what? The Nikkei is still down about a third from 1990. This is why we don't make a bet on the United States. We simply say buy global. Because we don't know what's going to be best for the next thirty years, and frankly, if you if you buy local, you could end up paying a big, big price. As I said, the people of Japan definitely have. Okay, for the call, I'll Craig. think about it more. Think about it more, right, and Craig. don't time the market. Please, just just, just you don't balance know. it based on your risk tolerance, yep. and then leave it alone. That is the key. Make sure it fits your tolerance and need for risk. You may not need to take a lot of risk. Make sure it works for that. Then rebalance once a year just to get back to that original balance and take all the guesswork out of it because any attempt to predict the future is merely guesswork. Tom and Don are talking real money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor is a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 15 minutes left in this edition of Talking Real Money, the radio show that yes. becomes a podcast next week, mm -hmm. along with the daily podcast. So really, we have a lot of Talking Real Money for you. You can go up, uh, go to TalkingRealMoney.com, listen to the daily podcast, the weekly podcasts, all of those things, plus a lot more. You can even make an appointment to talk to one of our fine advisors like Brian yes, who's at that website, absolutely free. Kindly come down and answer the phones today. So thank you, Brian, for that. Is he doing all right? No. I didn't think <laughs> Not so. Not doing well at all. 855-935-TALK is the number. And Elda, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Elda. How are you? Hello. Good. Thank you. Good. How can we help? I have two questions. Uh, so um, in the mid-90s, I invested my money to this company. And since I've been with them, um, then I have changed a couple of advisors. 
And every time they change advisors, they have to redo my portfolio planning. Of course they do. So, <laughs> so my question my question is, um, I am trying to change my high-risk investment to moderate low, and the financial planner that I talked to want to redo my portfolio again. Is that a common practice, or can I just ask them to just help me change uh, the status of my investment from okay. high-risk to moderate I, I, low? I, I, I need to ask you a question, though. Sure. Why are you changing from a riskier portfolio to a lower risk portfolio that's the the that's kind of important what are you doing it because you don't okay. feel good about the market no no i have so i have two investments i have my 401k and i have this money with another company that i i invested and i i'm planning on retiring in about maybe five six years okay and both are always in high risk and so when you so, say and so, so it's when, a lifestyle thing. Okay, so when you say high risk, you mean mostly in stocks, then? Uh, both. Okay. Mutual funds, stocks, roll. Okay, but a mutual fund um, just holds a variety of securities. So we got to be careful with our nomenclature here. But go ahead, Don. Well, here, this this is what I need to find out. You say every time you go to a new advisor, they change your portfolios, which leads me to believe that either you have a portfolio that's not very good or you're going from broker to broker stockbrokers like merrill lynch or uh, uh morgan stanley or ed jones or ameriprise or any of these big names they will change your portfolio yeah. to generate a new commission yeah and, I, i'm in one of those ones that you mentioned yeah uh, i figured you probably were now elda please listen this is really really important you must if you're going to have an advisor and have a portfolio that fits your risk profile and your risk needs and is scientifically diversified, you must go to a fee-only advisor who follows a there's a scientific approach to investing that, en that encompasses the uh, the efficient market hypothesis and the, the five-factor models or four-factor models that uh, takes risk tolerance into account. Here's what I would like you to do. Do not hire a new advisor until you go to TalkingRealMoney.com. About halfway down the page, there is a link. It's a sentence that says, click here to find advisors that are Follow the kind of approach we believe in here on this show. Okay? Go do that. Interview them, and then you will get a portfolio that is right for you and that is not generating someone a commission. Please do that before you do anything else. A good advisor needs to talk to you about risk. A good advisor needs to talk to you about needs. A good advisor needs to lay out an income stream for you. And a good advisory firm has a set of tools of principles so that you get the same experience, whether it comes to the planning, the portfolio development from any advisor there. It doesn't matter if you get a new one because the new one doesn't say, hey, those were really bad mutual funds. I'm going to move you to these. That's the kind of thing you see when you're not getting fiduciary advice. We just met with someone today that is at one of the, using having their money at one of the aforementioned firms and said every time we get a new advisor, they say, sell that stuff and buy this. That is a 
recipe for disaster. Why do they do that, though? Th- see, this is the thing that people don't understand. There is a reason why they do they that. It's because the brokerage firm does not get paid. Does not The broker doesn't make any money until they sell you something. That's why they do it. Oh, it's infuriating. And, and I, if I could, if I could, if I could wave a magic wand, I would put all of these suitability houses, these commissioned brokerage firms and insurance companies, I would put them all out of business and require everyone to be a 100% fiduciary. And those who say they are fiduciaries and aren't all the time are, are horrible human beings, in my opinion. I dislike you all. Not going to happen in your lifetime. I know. Phyllis, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Phyllis. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm an 85-year-old. I'm still working, and <clears throat> I have uh, uh, one-third of my money in Vanguard. In, uh, have 50% stocks, 50% bonds, and two-thirds of my money is outside of Vanguard. And I will be, I mean, someday, I'm being realistic, I will maybe need um, <clears throat> help in living and um, that kind of thing. So I will have to be taking money out. Sure. I, I don't. I will not be taking it out of Vanguard. That money is dedicated to stay in for ten years. But the two thirds money that I have, I'm thinking, where can I put it? Where it will be growing, but I can take it out as I need it. Where Where is it now? Well. <clears throat> Some of it is in land, which I can sell easily. It's very good. And um, some of it is in TIAA craft. Okay. Okay. Well, you can get money out of Tia Craft. It's yeah. hard to get money out of land. Land, you should probably start working on getting out of that land because land is no, typically no, no. very illiquid. No, I, I will sell one this year, one next year. Unless it's the Everglades or something. Yeah. So. No, which it will be liquid. Sorry. <laughs> Too easy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to make sure I understand your question. She wants to be able to access the two-thirds of the money okay. that's in the land and Tia Craft, yeah. but she wants a little growth from it, which I'm going to make the le- the giant leap of logic that she doesn't mind taking a little risk since she's 50-50, yeah. um, but uh, places where she can get at it. And, you know, Vanguard is one of those places. Sure. Just put it in another... Have, I do have an individual... Uh, uh, advisor there. Maybe I should ask him. I would yeah, do that, well, yeah. I And I gotta tell you, you just put it in some mutual funds with Vanguard, Phyllis, and outside of the retirement accounts or whatever these longer-term accounts are, and you just designate that as money from which you're going to draw. You have some of it in very liquid securities, some in a little less liquid, and some in some growth to give you that growth component with great liquidity. I think it's really smart. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. We're running out of time quickly, but just enough to talk to Alex. Alex, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello, and thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, I have a question about portfolio rebalancing. What do you uh, recommend to use as a trigger? I mean, is it something that you do just periodically every year, or if something goes off balance, then you 
rebalance or how does it work? The reality is you can do either one. For our clients, we have a, a series of bands. So in other words, if you had a portfolio that was 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds, when the stock portion went to 65%, we would be saying sell some of the stocks and buy bonds. That doesn't always hold true because sometimes if it's in a taxable account, we don't want to do that for reasons of we don't want to have you make pay taxes. But that's one way. If you're doing this on your own, you could do it annually. That's fine. I mean, the problem is you it doesn't work as well because you would have sold at the end of the year, right? And the market's had a big run up since then. But there's nothing wrong with that to sort of say I do it on my birthday every year, for example. Exactly. It just needs to become disciplined. Yeah, and that's why you, you know yeah. that's why a lot of people say on my birthday or my anniversary or the first day of summer or whatever it might be, that's gonna be my rebalance day every year like clockwork work so you don't get into the trick is to avoid the guessing game yep i think right. i'll wait until this market Just we calms heard from down Craig yeah. saying yeah i'm gonna wait till the market like how do you know feels better yeah nobody knows Thanks for so the just call. pick a day in the calendar and that's it i think that's there a, you go yeah, that'll work sure for 99% of, the, yeah. of people, that's just very effective. and It just needs to be a discipline. And Alex, thanks for being a part of the yeah, show. And remember, rebalancing really is about reduction of risk, not mar not making you more. It can make you right. more. We've showed that. But really, it's about taking from the rich and giving to the poor. Important it's process. It's about maintaining your volatility, yeah. the volatility in the portfolio with which you're comfortable. You don't want to get too far out of that, or you might do something dumb. And that's we we don't want you to do dumb things. We want you to do smart things. We want you to learn how this works. That's why we're here every week trying to teach you how to do this on your own even. You sure. don't always need advisors. You do sometimes. And that's why for four years now, we have put on the best retirement event I've ever seen. It's one this of the best the fire money festival? events. The fire festival, yeah, the on fire the, festival. in the Bahamas. Yeah. Oh no, not no, that one. Sorry me. That was the wrong Retire one. meat. Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. You right. know, and just like index funds, people scoffed, like Tom. Uh, people are going to come to a retirement conference. I, I yeah. stand by my – it still amazes me. And by the way, so for this year, which is the best group of speakers we've ever had, bar none – We've oh got my people gosh, coming yes. in from Washington, D.C. to talk about Social Security. We're talking about charitable giving. We've got everything around retirement. It's at, uh, Tina Hall about uh, re retirement lifestyle, all those things. It's the best we've ever had, and here's the caveat. You really, if you want to sign up, you probably have two weeks. It will be sold oh, yeah. out. Yeah, you have two we weeks. Have we have about just uh, got... 80 seats left, I think, or something, so it's going we fast. We just... We just, in the last five minutes, sold five tickets. Yeah, so it's going to go quickly. You can still get the pre-sale price, and which includes, as Don points out, a wonderful breakfast and a terrific box lunch. And, and by the way, the box lunch isn't the only reason to no. come, other talk show host guy. Uh, it, it's it's a great education. We've worked our derrieres off you've picking been, great you've educators. You've been in there buttering that bread for the long time. Have, I'll tell you I what, have. it's really great stuff. I All have. right, how do they I sign mean, up? Tell them how they won. I don't know. I all forgot right. now. Oh, wait, no. They go to retire, and you can check it all out yeah, at retiremeat, M-E-E-T.com, <laughs> retiremeat.com. It's coming up not on February 16th. Food. That's hard to it's believe. It's not just about the food, but if everything else falls apart, Oh, there's that. The f you're going to go, oh, at least I got a meal. And not just <laughs> so a bad cheese sandwich bad staying in a either. tent. Yeah, uh, It's a great event. Check it out. It's February 16th at the Maidenbauer Center, which you know is a great location. And you can get your tickets right now, but get them before the next couple of weeks. RetireMeat.com. Tom and Don are talking real money.
Money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?